Entrepreneur on Fire 622. If you're prepared to ignite, there's only one place to go. Entrepreneur on Fire with your host, John Lee Dumas. Indiegogo is the largest global crowdfunding platform empowering people around the world to raise funds for any idea. Visit fire.indiegogo.com and you'll get 25% discount on fees. That's fire.indiegogo.com. Want to become a smarter snacker? NatureBox is always filled with wholesome ingredients and their products are nutritionist approved and sent right to your door. Visit naturebox.com slash fire and receive 50% off your first box. That's naturebox.com slash fire. Hey, Fire Nation. John Lee Dumas here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Brian Kelly. Brian, are you prepared to ignite? Let's light this up, John. Yes. Brian hosts What the Speak, a video and audio podcast featuring expert discussions and insider tips to help you kick butt when you speak, present, or pitch. He's an award-winning blogger, successful entrepreneur, and marketing executive who's been featured in publications like the New York Times and Chicago Tribune. Brian, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Perfect. Well, John, um, that was a great intro. Thank you so much. I am excited to be on this show and to give you guys a little bit more info. uh, I am all about helping people become better communicators, whether it's through live presentations, webinars, speaking engagements, you name it. There's all different ways that you can communicate in a live setting or a virtual setting. And I go behind the scenes on like neuroscience behind engaging your audience, how to really have a great presence on stage or at the front of a room when you're presenting and many other things related to slide design. And so every week I have the privilege and the honor to bring my audience some amazing people to share their experiences, their stories on what they do to kick butt when they speak. Um, and so that's, that's my passion. That's my love. And I'm all about helping people become better in those areas. Well, Brian, you are a presenter of magnificent proportions. You're a great speaker with awesome presence. I do want you to know, I'm going to count the number of times that you say, um, during this interview right now you're at zero, but I'm in your head. I know it. So just be aware that fire nation and myself are counting. (laughs) Well, well, John, it's funny because I get emails uh, occasionally from, from people in the audience. They're like, Brian, I'd laugh every time I hear you say, um, or, ah during your podcast. And I'm like, Hey, I I allow 10% of the time. I allow myself to do that. So it's okay. <laughs> so for me and my transition with Entrepreneur on Fire, it's always been one word. And I've gone through different words. As soon as I get rid of one that I hate, maybe it's um, ah, so, like. The latest one, Fire Nation, by the way, is you know. I say you know like every single opportunity I can for some reason. So whenever I replace one word with another one, it just kind of continues to be frustrating. So I don't know if it'll ever end, but maybe I just need to be a little more focused on what Brian has going on over there at What The Speak and Fire Nation. Just know that we're just a couple of guys bringing you value today when it comes to speaking, presenting, and pitching. So Brian, 
We're going to dive into your journey. We're going to dive into the value that you're going to bring to Fire Nation today. But before we do, we always start to show off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. All right. So this one is is one that I've hung on to for a long time, probably almost 15 years now. And it comes from Sting, the musician formerly from the police. And his quote is, the older I get, the more I realize, the less I know. And that has been something that for quite a long time has stuck with me in realizing that I may have a lot of talent naturally, I may have studied long and hard, but I can't do everything on my own. And realizing that is definitely a sign of maturity. And so being able to leverage others with different talents, different skills, and work with them as a team is what makes the difference, especially as an entrepreneur. So let's be quick here because I don't want to focus or lose focus from the main focus of this interview, which is your journey. But just give us a quick example of sometime recently where you really realized that the older you get, the less you know. And what have you done to really make that mantra live true? We'll use the podcast as an example. What to Speak podcast is something that I literally show up every week and do do the interviews, the discussions, record that podcast. But I have a team behind me that has the skills, the expertise, the knowledge, the know-how, and allows me to focus on what I should be focusing on related to this podcast and not get bogged down in a bunch of other details. Sure, maybe I could do it myself, but I'd spend a lot more time doing it. And I don't have that fully developed expertise. And so that has been huge for me. And that's just one little example. So Brian, two days preceding this interview, we had Brian Tracy. Just yesterday, we had Maria Ross. And now it's you. And this is the third day in a row where that word focus has come to the forefront really early in these interviews, which is so powerful. And Fire Nation knows that my favorite word is focus, that acronym, follow one course until success. So Fire Nation, absorb it. There's no real reason besides it is a powerful word that these keep coming up over and over again, this word focus. So take it in, realize that as an entrepreneur, that's where your mindset needs to be lasered focus on what you do best and then let other people step in and help you out in those other areas. And Brian, I want to now take the spotlight, turn it on to you and specifically your entrepreneurial journey. We're going to hit a success. We're going to talk about a light bulb moment for you, but let's start with a failure and tell us the story, Brian, of that moment in time that you failed, that you fell flat on your face and share with us the lessons that you learned. John, as an entrepreneur, the beautiful thing is that you always have failures They come uh, more than once. Sometimes there's big ones, sometimes there's small ones. But for me, early, early, early on in my career, uh, before I started my own business, um, I was pursuing a career in music business as a performer. Um, And that's one of the things that has been critical to my success as a speaker. And a lot of the things that I teach folks and, and coach folks on come out of that experience. However, I tried for many years, spent lots of money on training and equipment and all sorts of stuff to break into the music business as a performer. 
And I absolutely failed. In fact, when I tell the story, I usually describe it as after about three or four years, the music business chewed me up and spit me out. And I, I mean, it, seriously, it was one of those things where, you know, I was working so hard at something that I thought I wanted and I was close. I was very, very close. I had a lot of the right connections, knew many of the key people in the industry, but it just wasn't going anywhere. And I would tour around uh, the local area, the, the local region at different shows and events. And I remember one one night getting ready to get on stage and being like, gosh, I I hate this. I don't enjoy doing this. I thought that's what I wanted, but it's been a complete failure and it's time to do something else. And so that was a turning point for me. The lesson was that I was pursuing something that I didn't have an unfair advantage in where I, all the things were lined up exactly for me to achieve success. And so I pivoted and shortly thereafter ended up starting my own marketing and design agency with two partners And within the first year, year and a half, business was booming. And I was able to leverage a number of things that were able to get me to the place of success and to where I was getting a return on all that energy, effort, money that I was focusing on something that I didn't get when I was pursuing a career as a performer. So Brian, there's no magic wand that gets tapped upon the entrepreneur's head and says, okay, now it's time to quit. Now it's time to pivot, to move on to a different direction. There's some great resources out there like Seth Godin's book, The Dip, where he talks about how so many entrepreneurs give up and quit on the doorstep of failure. But in that same book, he talks about how, hey, sometimes to get out of a hole, you have to stop digging. So there's no clear understanding of the right way to go about these things except inside that authentic voice is trying to speak to you, which apparently it spoke to you that night. So can you maybe just step back and sum up for Fire Nation what you would recommend them doing if there's listeners right now that are struggling with maybe a career path that they're on or struggling with that desire to quit and not knowing if and when is the right time? How do we get closer to knowing when that time is? From my experiences and, and definitely from stories I've heard from other entrepreneurs, it's having, you know, surrounding yourself with advisors, mentors, coaches, whatever, that can offer a different perspective. Because in many cases, if you are feeling like you're not having success, one of two things is probably true. One is, You're so close that if you just push a little bit further or you tweak something just a little bit, you're going to have a tipping point. Um, And having that outside perspective is definitely something that will show or reveal that. The other thing is maybe you're in that situation like myself where it's just time to throw in the towel. You've, You've pushed as hard as you can and you've just gone as hard as possible and you've hit the wall, and there's really nothing else that you can do but pivot and reinvent yourself. And again, having somebody from the outside with a a perspective that's fresh and different from yours, they'll be able to help point that out. And for me, that that was crucial, having some folks outside of my head that could, you know, confirm or point out things that maybe I wasn't fully seeing. Um, The other thing that I also want to mention on that point is 
you know, I was at a place where I was no longer going to pursue that career as a performer. But everything that I learned, everything that I experienced and built as a skill set directly related to the success that I've had over the last decade of my career, because I've been able to leverage those skills of communication, engagement, and really pulling people into something that I'm passionate about, my business, my projects, my ideas. And that's made the world a difference. So as one door closed, another door opened, and none of that was, was a loss. None of that was a waste. It was a stepping stone to the next place. And Brian, one thing that I pulled out of your story was when you said, I was about to get on stage and I had to be honest with myself that I just didn't want to be here. I didn't want to do this anymore. And no matter how close you were, no matter how many more barriers you would have had to break down to actually get there, that to me is the major signifier that it's time to pivot. Because what happens if you did get that success on something you didn't even want to be doing anymore? So Fire Nation, absorb that. Take that in. The story is powerful by Brian. And I'm going to take it to the other end of the spectrum now, Brian, which is an aha moment that you've had at some point in your journey. And I don't say that to signify you've only had one because you've had many. You've probably had multiple today, in fact. But tell us a story of one time in your journey when you had a light bulb go off and you said, wow, this is me. This is Brian Kelly. This resonates with my authentic self. Take us to that moment in time, Brian, and share with us the steps you took after having that idea to turn it into success. Well, you're right. I mean, as an entrepreneur, just like the failures that you have, aha moments come pretty regularly. You know, some are bigger than others. I actually just had one not too long ago, maybe a month or two ago. But one thing specifically that stands out to myself on this journey that I've been on is when I was a freshman in college. It was freshman year had just wrapped up. I was at the Barnes and Nobles bookstore in my my neighborhood. And they had at the front of the table, like Barnes Nobles usually does, or the, you know, the front of the store, they have a table where it was like all books geared towards the new graduate because it was that time of the year. And I remember looking through just quite curious and there was a book that stood out to me and it had a very interesting, intriguing title and it was called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. So I pick up this book and I'm like, what is this all about? <laughs> I sit down in the store and I start paging through it and I couldn't put it down. And the thing that I learned was while the title was called How to Win Friends and Influence People, it was really a book about how to communicate with people and how to connect and how to be a real human being so that when you've invested in those people, you can go to them. And then you can ask them to do something. And that's how you influence them. It's not by some type of you know, trickery or deceit, but it's all about communication. And that was a turning point for me. That was a moment that I said, if I can leverage the principles and concepts in this book, in my professional life, in my career, in my journey, that's going to be critical. And I tell you, it, from that moment on, all the, through college, through the music business experience, to starting my own design and marketing company, to now getting involved with helping people become better speakers, better communicators, that's the stuff that has made all the difference for me. 
I love that aha moment. And in fact, that book specifically, Brian, is one of the top 10 most recommended books on Entrepreneur on Fire for that in many reasons. And I'm sure being a speaker, his other book, which I think is called Stand Up and Deliver, is that the name of it? Yep, that's it. Stand Up and Deliver is inspiring on so many levels for speakers and, pre- and presenters and, and doing things at different conferences around the world. So, Brian, what I really want to do is pull back from that because you dropped six value bombs. I counted each and every single one of them. And Fire Nation, I know, absorbed them all. But I really like to mold it down and to just boil it down to one special takeaway from that entire experience that you would like us Fire Nation to maybe be able to even implement today, which would be pretty cool. So what's your one takeaway from that experience you want to share with us right now? It comes down to being genuine and authentic and caring about other people. And when you know what they care about, then you can deliver something that matches up with that. And that's, that's really the key, I think, to being an entrepreneur is finding out what that need is, what people are drawn to, and then providing a solution that matches with that. So Brian, you've been doing that for some time now. And as a result of that, you've had many proud moments, many success stories of students, of clients of yours, and success moments of your own. So break it down into a story format for us once again, and take us to the moments that you would pinpoint as your proudest entrepreneurial moment. You know, we, we talked a lot about kind of my career as a performer and now where I'm at right now. But in, in between, um, I started this company 10 years ago, as I mentioned, with two partners. And we ended up getting, from, we moved from graphic design and website design to we started a, a part of the company where we had physical products we were designing and having manufactured and then selling to retailers all across the country. And we started small. We started in a very narrow niche and used that success to grow and expand into larger markets. And there was one large national retailer in particular that we thought in the early days, if we could get our products into this store, wow, that would be <laughs> amazing. Like if we did that, that is just the, the pinnacle of our success related to our, our specific goals with this product. And sure enough, within a year and a half of us you know, following our plan and doing all of the hard work, we got into that retailer and they were a client of ours for over six years selling our products. And that, that was amazing. And we ended up getting picked uh, to be featured in one of their catalogs one year where they shared our whole story and the products that we made, everything here in the U.S. I mean, that, that was great. That was a really exciting time. So, Brian, that was your proudest entrepreneurial moment, but you didn't get there without failures, without high points and low points. And that's a lot of the struggle with today's entrepreneur. And to be honest with you, with entrepreneurs of all time, is that we're on this roller coaster of emotion. We have the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And sometimes they follow each other incredibly quickly, just mere hours apart. How do you, Brian Kelly, maintain some semblance of a balance, because there is no balance, but some semblance of a balance on your entrepreneurial journey? Oh, that's very, very tough. In fact, I've been guilty of burning the candle at both ends. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of my business partners is actually my wife. And, you know, for years and years, we would work long hours, 12 hours a day. We'd travel all over the country. 
going to this event and that conference and oh it it was fun but you can only do that for so long and coming to that realization and taking a step back and saying you know what we've got to look at ways that we can step outside of the business a little bit more and yes it's important to be involved and to be engaged and definitely being passionate about what you do is a key driver but you've also got to look at ways to really operate or, or I'm sorry, get better efficient with the operations. And so that's where we've learned to really focus on managing the business, but not being so entrenched in the business. Speaking of your business, Brian, I want to bring things to present times. I want to talk about you, Brian Kelly, today. Because you have a lot of things going on. We had a little pre-interview chat where you've been traveling a lot, going to conferences, and your summer's looking pretty packed as well. But share with us, Fire Nation, the one thing that's just most exciting you today. Well, it's interesting because with the podcast and the success that we've had over the the last six months or so since we launched it, that was an opportunity. That was a project where I sat down from the very beginning and said, learning from all the previous lessons of things I've been involved in, where and how can I best utilize my time? And how can I really get to the point where the majority of the work is being done by others and I can just step in and do what I need to do and then let the rest take care of itself. And so that was an experiment and that worked really great. I've got an amazing team of of virtual uh, folks that are coming together to help me produce this podcast. And John, I know you've got a lot of experience with this as well. So I took that And I went back to some of the other areas in our business and I said, how can we do this differently? What are some of the ways that we can leverage, you know, outsourcing and automation? And there's so many tools available right now. It's, it's mind blowing. And so we started looking at, like I said, there's a part of our business where we produce physical products where we design the the items and then we have manufacturers manufacture them. Well, now there's things, there's tools, resources out there to where you can have everything done automatically on demand. You sell and market the products and then it's completely seamless integration with another service that's producing those things and shipping them to your customers. So that's, that's something that we're looking at. That's something I'm very excited about to help us grow and expand the business beyond some of the older traditional ways uh, that we've we've been set up, and that also carries over into the design part of our business. You know, how can we utilize uh, outsourcing, virtual assistants, automation? You know, there's some really powerful things that are out there today, which is mind blowing. And and if you think about a problem that you have in your business, I can guarantee you there's a solution out there, a technology, whatever that will help you better leverage your time, your energy, your money affordably affordably, very, very, very affordably. Absolutely. I mean, Fire Nation, that key word I want to hone in on is systems. Systems are critical to people's success. Brian Kelly, he's a systems guy. Me, I'm a systems guy. We automate, we set systems up, and then we let them produce so we can leverage our time, scale our knowledge. And Brian, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. 
I was chatting with a good friend of mine the other day about nutrition. He was convinced that in order to be in great shape, you had to focus most of your intention on your workout routine. I disagree with him, stating that I believe that 80% of staying in fit has to do with the types of foods you're putting into your body. To give an example, I brought up some of my old snacking habits, which included snacks with high fructose corn syrup and trans fats. Well, with the help of NatureBox, I've completely changed the way that I snack without forfeiting convenience or taste. NatureBox offers a variety of delicious snacks like the cranberry almond bites and the whole wheat figgy bars delivered for free straight to your door. Plus, they have strict quality standards, which means no high fructose corn syrup, no partially hydrogenated oils, no trans fats, no artificial sweeteners, no artificial flavors, no artificial colors. Visit naturebox.com slash fire to receive 50% off your first box, Fire Nation. That's naturebox.com slash fire. You know what that helpless feeling when what's in front of you, your reality, doesn't align with what you planned, but you don't know how to change it? The Brower parents felt helpless when their son had an accident and they couldn't interpret the machines in the hospital. What do those numbers mean exactly? You can imagine their frustration. This experience motivated the entrepreneurial couple to raise $1.6 million on Indiegogo to develop Scanadu, the first medical tricorder. Today, the Brower parents are in the process of developing a suite of products that will empower people to easily monitor their health anytime anywhere. Indiegogo is the largest global crowdfunding platform, giving people around the world the opportunity to raise funds for any area. And no application process or waiting period means you can start raising funds immediately. Fund what matters you, Fire Nation. Visit fire.indiegogo.com and you'll get a 25% discount on fees. That's fire.indiegogo.com. All right, Brian, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Let's do it. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I've not had anything holding me back. My dad was a serial entrepreneur, still is to this day. And when I was probably about four years old, in fact, here in Chicago, at that time in, in the early 80s, the Pope came to visit Chicago and he created and designed t-shirts that he was selling on the street when the Pope was parading around Chicago. And that was my first entrepreneurial experience. And I thought, wow, this is cool. <laughs> and ever since then, you know, as, as a kid with the lemonade stand or going door to door selling things to win prizes uh, for starting a, a, a dog do-do cleanup service with my siblings. You name it, I've had all sorts of things. And uh, sometimes that, that's been been rough, but my wife has been a trooper and has always <laughs> gone along on the journey. Brian, what's the best advice you've ever received? <laughs> Don't let the turkeys get you down. You must expound. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, again, my dad, uh, he was involved in Amway in the 80s, if you're familiar with Amway at all. And so, you know, Zig Ziglar and a lot of the positive thinkers, um, uh, you know, all the, all the big gurus back then always had these sayings. And one of them was this, don't let the turkeys get you down. In fact, my dad gave me a t-shirt when I was a kid that had a rhinoceros with turkeys all over the rhinoceros and that saying underneath. And so that's something that 
I've always thought about because you've always got naysayers. You've always got people that want to see you fail, that um, you know criticize you or question you. Don't let them bother you. They're just the turkeys. Keep focused and keep pushing ahead and you will achieve what it is that you're setting out to achieve. Gobble, 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 Fire Nation. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. So one of my personal habits uh, that I absolutely love is always learning, always being open to new ideas, new resources. And one that I, I just came, I actually just saw this guy give a keynote a couple of weeks ago at a conference in Florida. His name is Ari Mizell. And it's all about efficiency and being more productive, doing more, but enjoy, or I guess doing less, but enjoying more of your life. Mm-hmm. And so that's just one example of things I'm always open to and trying to tune into to find how can I lo- learn and grow and never be stuck or stagnant. Brian, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? If you've never heard of a site called If This Then That or IFTTT, you got to check it out. It is amazing. There's so many things that you can automate with online services. So if you're using Gmail or Evernote or Dropbox, I mean, they've got 50, 60 plus types of online um, software tools where you can set up, they call them recipes where you can have it say, if this, then that, and it will start to automate a lot of different things that you would do in your business. And it saves so much time. An example of that could be Fire Nation. Like every time I send an email from my Gmail account, it automatically uploads it, an, a, a draft into my Dropbox folder that my virtual assistant can have connections to or, or a Gmail or an actual Google Doc account. I mean, there's just endless recipes that can be concocted that again, when Brian said, don't reinvent the wheel every single time you're doing something, the same task you're doing over and over again, think about those and realize you can create recipes for them. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we're chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Brian Kelly. And Brian, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? John, could I do a personal book and a business book? Would that be all right? I would love that. Okay. So for personal uh, reference, you got to read a book called The Millionaire Next Door by Thomas Stanley. It is uh, an eye-opening book into how millionaires actually live and, and the profile of a millionaire. It's not what you'd think. And for those of you who are looking to achieve a certain level of success financially, um, and in your personal life, this this is something that you've got to read. Uh, for business, you got to read The E-Myth Revisited, uh, which is an amazing book that really speaks to some of the things that we've touched upon today. Being a manager of your business, not a technician stuck in the day-to-day nuts and bolts aspects of everything and getting bogged down with tasks and duties. E-Myth Revisited in the Millionaire Next Door. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Brian, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. 
Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would probably open up a Shopify online e-commerce store, which is virtually free. And I would leverage that into creating some products that I could have designed by somebody at 99designs, the graphics for, and then I would match up with a manufacturer that will produce and fulfill that product. And I'd focus my energy, my small amount of money that I've got on strategic Facebook ads and other marketing activities to drive traffic to that site. Of course, after I've done my due diligence and found what a need is out there for a particular product or what an interest is or a draw, um, and Shopify actually has a guide that helps you research what those products would be. So very simple, low friction business that you could start overnight and start generating uh, some great revenue. That's what I would do. Mm. And this being identical to Earth, I have no doubt that you'd actually be going to 99designs.com slash fire for your $99 power pack, Brian, so you can leverage that $500. Am I right? I always do that, John. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, thank you for being so open, so honest, so inspiring for Fire Nation today. And leave us with just one parting piece of guidance, then share with us the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Well, let's bring it back to public speaking and you know communication skills in general. The most important thing is that when you're speaking, make sure that you're thinking about the audience and what they need to hear from you. Don't worry about how you sound or how you look or whether or not you're polished. Just give them value and and immense value that connects directly to where they're at, what they're struggling with, and success will follow. If you want to connect with me, you can certainly go to whatthespeak.com. I've got my email address and everything there, or you can hit me up on Twitter at whatthespeak. Brian, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been talking about today, your resource recommendation, books, contact at eofire.com. Just type Brian in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up, Fire Nation. Brian, thank you for being so, so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Alrighty, bye guys. Fire Nation, podcasting doesn't have to be hard. Join me for our free live podcast workshop every week where I share the step-by-step process of how to create your podcast. Visit podcastersparadise.com to grab your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.